0: You know, I've had the pleasure in the past of, of judging some pitch contests, and it's just wonderful to see the ideas that people come up with. And the deck Net, Network and Capital One just wrapped up their programming for 2021 with a, a pitch competition. They were really looking for women entrepreneurs, and boy, did they find one. Neha Hussain is the CEO of z but this is not her first rodeo. In fact, uh, a recent graduate of SMU, she's a veteran and joins us right now it's good to have you with us
1: hi thank you so much i wouldn't call myself a veteran but i appreciate it
0: well i really I, mean, I mean you you're a veteran of pitch contests and you have come up with some it looks like some successful apps in the past talk about this one there was z because i really don't understand it i've read i read about it and and i understand to a point that it's t- for wholesalers and boutique owners to buy and sell and de-stash Destash is a term I've never heard in my entire.
1: Life. <laughs> well, yeah. So Destash is an industry-specific term, and it basically just means to get rid of leftover inventory, um, and it's a popular term. But right now, boutiques are Destashing on Facebook, and we want to get them off of Facebook and onto a more secure platform like Zstash.
0: So you you go. How do you how do you market something like this?
1: Well, it's really simple because boutiques need this. Solution And so they kind of market it for us. Um, so it's it's a cyclical system, really. So the boutiques that want to get rid of their clothing will tell people to buy it. And then the people that are buying their clothing will get off of the Facebook groups and join our platform.
0: But don't they set up their own websites and, and, and apps?
1: Yes, exactly. But the difference is, is that de-stashing is not to the average consumer. It's only to other boutique owners. So they don't want to advertise on their websites and their apps because otherwise uh-huh. they would be really losing money.
0: So you're selling in bulk and at a discounted price
1: typically? Exactly. It's, it's at a wholesale rate. It doesn't have to be in bulk. It could just be the one or two items that didn't sell for your specific boutique but it is at a discounted rate often wholesale
0: so how do you come up with ideas like this i mean you're just out you're a couple of years out of smu and you've got a liberal arts degree but you come up with this how
1: so basically i am really passionate about sustainability and really wanted to make a difference in the fast fashion world but i knew that the market that i was trying to get into was a bit too saturated in the price point of each um, like, you know, sustainable clothing items were too high for the consumer that I wanted to target. And so I was chatting with some people who are now on the board of Z-Stash, and they had a uh, concept that they really wanted to be brought to life. And so um, I, and I brought it to life. And so it was really through, like, my passion for sustainability that made this a real solution. You know, because see, I want a difference there.
0: And it's interesting because your background is not, I mean, you're not a developer. You don't develop, you're not a... What web developer and, and you know, our oh, apps no. not at all. would you hire that out?
1: Yeah, so we outsource our development, which has been really nice um, but the, but I think that it's crazy that I, I never I never thought of myself as a technical founder or um you know any, had any tech background, but somehow I've managed to create two apps and and counting you know <laughs> well and the
0: other one's really interesting too. okay, hey, this was what two or three years ago you, you it's <laughs> just drive. Yeah. Talk about that one a little bit.
1: Yeah. So I was rear-ended by someone that was texting and driving a few years back. And instead of a normal person and seeking a therapy session for, you know, figuring out why I'm so anxious in the car now, I was like, let me start a company. And I created Just Drive, which is an app that rewards people for undistracted driving so that they can feel safer on the road and, and I can feel safer on the road.
0: So who's the market for that one?
1: Yeah. So it's a to c So I really love working with businesses apparently, but the vendors are the, the people who are like the sponsors of the app and the sponsors of the coupons. And then the actual consumer is the driver.
0: So tell me about the pitch contest. Again, you won $1,500 in a micro grant
1: from mm-hmm. Capital
0: One for this, for ZStash. But like I say, you've been in these pitch contests before and, and it, it seems to be fairly lucrative. must be a a great step up when you're coming up with new products.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a way for me to test out the idea and see if people understand what I'm talking about, if they're not in the industry, and see if they understand the solution that we've created. So it's it's honestly a way for me to gauge interest and excitement for this product. But what's been awesome is that, you know, there, there's been so many resources that have popped up throughout the last few years for women entrepreneurs and um, for funding opportunities, which has been game changers for me personally, for both businesses. It's, it's honestly incredible that people a host these pitch competitions for, for women owned businesses, but also it's just a, a way for, for businesses to connect with each other. I met so many actually boutique owners through the cohort. So it was incredible to like kind of connect with my audience as well.
0: Yeah, my guess is this is not your last app yeah your last idea uh-huh. are, are you are you constantly working on
1: ideas i' i don't know if i'm working on them but i definitely have a lot of ideas brewing um and my notes app is full of them but i, I kind of pick and choose which ones i think are the best but they somehow all end up being apps
0: are they so these could be virtual companies I mean, you don't have to have you know a lot of office space at a high rise and Parking spaces and drive-through windows, or anything like that. It these are virtual companies, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've been working from home before we needed to work from home, so it's been it's been nice to kind of do that. Tell me about the
0: background at SMU. How does that help you, and especially working in human rights? Because it sounds like you traveled pretty extensively.
1: Yeah. So the human rights degree was honestly the best thing that's ever happened to me. SMU is one of seven degrees. In the nation that um ha- like the human rights degrees in the nation which is incredible and i was so privileged to be able to attend a university that had that but it, it allowed a lot of travel opportunities and it kind of brought in my worldview and um, and kind of shaped me as to to be who i am today and i, I traveled to poland to study the holocaust I traveled to South Africa to study ethics and human rights. Um, We've done a a pilgrimage in the Deep South to understand civil rights in America. So I really feel like I, I was able to learn so much through travel and and learning directly from the source.
0: That's absolutely remarkable. So everybody going through this program did the travel that you did?
1: Yeah, at least a little bit of it. Poland trip is not required, but it's um, it's fully really encouraged. The civil rights trip was required pre-pandemic. Um, and then the South Africa trip, I, I, it was fully funded for me, actually, because of a research grant that I got to, to study like ethics and diversity and inclusion in South African universities.
0: That's fabulous. Well, you are. So what's next for you? Do you feel like you need a business degree or are you going to end up at uh, Cox Business School or something?
1: I actually do have a business degree. I graduated with a marketing degree and human rights. So I do have a little bit of background in business, thankfully, because otherwise I would have no tech background and no business background, and I would have no business being an entrepreneur.
0: <laughs> so so it, it, this this uh, deck uh, network and Capital One competition was specifically targeting women entrepreneurs. Tell me about the playing field for women entrepreneurs. You You've been doing this long enough. You must have a sense of that.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think that it's growing, Um, I think the number of women entrepreneurs has grown significantly in in 2020, especially, but I think that the funding opportunities are still limited. I think it's still like two to 5% of funding from VCs goes to women, and, and that's a really startlingly low number. Um, so I hope that that changes, but that requires there to be more women at the top at in the VC firms that are handing out these checks. And so I, I think that we're, we're making progress, but we're not quite there yet. The numbers are even lower for women of color. So I think that there's still a lot of room for being encouraged to follow their dreams and, and start their own businesses.
0: Well, I can't wait to see what you do next. And I and I and I promise I have now learned D-Stash, and I will try to work it into a conversation once a day.
1: <laughs> I love that. Let me know how <laughs> it goes, because people might look at you like you're crazy.
0: No, they'll be impressed, I know, because I'll tell them <laughs> where I found out. And, and, again, congratulations on winning the, the pitch competition. Nihai Hussain is the CEO, the developer of Z-Stash. Thanks for the time. Yes.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com/slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.